Hi, and welcome to the the Shaw Studio Fujifilm GFX podcast. This is episode number nine. And in this podcast, I want to talk about a couple of things related to the GFX camera system and expectations of what you actually get out of the camera. People coming from full frame have this tendency to believe that when they go to a medium format camera that they are expecting to see these mind-blowing photos, uh, something that just tells them, oh, this camera is so much superior to the camera that you're coming from. You don't see those kind of results when you go from micro four-thirds or from APS-C to full frame. There are some advantages that you see, shallow adaptive field, better low-light performance, but as far as overall color and the look of the photos, depending on the skills of the photographer, you cannot tell what type of camera that that was taken with. There is a difference that you see when you use a medium format camera, and it all has to do with the editing that you do. When you bring in that RAW file, the RAW file has no processing done to it. And so the decisions on how you use the dynamic range that you've captured in that photo and how you exploit the color depth and using those things that you've gotten because of the sensor is so much larger than what you'd have in a full frame or an APS-C. Those results are based upon your editing skill. And so I have saw some um, photographers with extremely good editing skills, and I have to say my editing skills are very good as well, that can make the photo look very, very good. And because you've used a medium format camera, people will tend to give all of the credit to how good that photo looks to that camera. But basically, what you're going to be getting from that camera is three things. Great color depth, but the color depth is not going to be so much more superior than what you get in the full frame. If you look at the rating of what you actually get, for the color depth compared to uh, what you actually get in a full frame, the difference is not that much. Where you actually start seeing more of a color depth is when you shoot your raw files in 16-bit. Based upon the editing skills of the photographer or the retoucher, you can bring certain things out that you normally would not be able to get because of the size of the pixel density within the media format camera. You're going to get better low light performance and you're going to get better dynamic range. If you have an experienced photographer that knows how to post-process their photos or if you're using a retoucher that knows how to extract the best out of that photo that was taken with that larger sensor, you're going to get amazing results. So the idea that you can rent the GFX camera system, rent a lens, not be familiar with how to set the camera and, and how to get the most out of the settings of the camera. Take a few pictures and go in Lightroom and do a uh, video judging on the results. It's disingenuous at best. In the Facebook group that I belong to, there are a couple of GFX Facebook groups that are dedicated towards information on a GFX camera system and uh, photos by other photographers. They submit them and uh, we're able to look at them and give our opinions and evaluate the photos. And I participate in both of those groups in submitting photos. Um, 
I saw an individual that was using the GFX uh, 100S and uh, they were using, I believe, the 80 millimeter F17. And they did a photo, a series of photos with an individual that was dressed in a, a individual. It was both male and female and it was indoors and it was just this environment of this kind of this classy or, or I want to say corporate-like environment. And you can tell that it was shot at probably F5.6, F, F, uh, maybe F7.1. Um, and the way the composition was structured and how the photos were processed, if you look at that, uh, for people that don't use a medium format camera, your questions would be answered of what you get from using a uh, camera with such a large sensor when it's used appropriately. Um, there used to be a um, an inside joke between um, well, inside joke made by established photographers and the, and the joke was what is the difference between an amateur photographer and a pro photographer and the answer was tripod uh, some of the younger photographers that are using these uh, uh, mirrorless cameras just for whatever reason refuses to use a tripod don't think they need a tripod think that because the lens has optical stabilization and in-body stabilization and then the actual company is rating the same you're getting seven stops you don't get seven stops with every lens if you go and look at how they got that rating of seven stops or 6.5 stops or six stops they will tell you the exact lens that they use to be able to get that if the lens is heavier if you're not using it on a tripod, well, you're not going to be as stable as you would a lens that is lighter. And that's why whenever you see, let me give you an example. When Fuji brought out the X-H2, which is their 40 megapixel uh, APS-C camera, along with the uh, X-T5. But let's concentrate on the X-H2. They were advertising 6.5 stops of stabilization built into that camera. The lens they used was the XF 35mm f1.4. The older lens, the lens that's not weather sealed. That was the lens they used for this test in order to get that rating. A couple weeks later, they released a list and they had the lenses that would be able to render the 40 megapixels on the camera properly. And then they had the ones that were not going to be able to render it. And guess what lens was on the list of not being able to properly render the 40 megapixels? The XF 35mm f1.4. So if the lens cannot render the 40 megapixels, why on earth would you use it as part of your test to evaluate you getting 6.5 stops of in-body stabilization? And so you have to be very careful when you're looking at those statistics and they're telling you that they're giving you so many stops of stabilization. You have to look and see what lens they're referring to and the other components or the other factors that actually help them achieve that rating of how many stops of stabilization you get in the camera. Hold it right there. Don't touch that podcasting control lever. Coming up next in our show... My sleeper lens that I use for the GFX camera system that I'm really high on, that I love taking out to use, 
Most people just discouraged by this lens because it is an F5.6. Oh, it's not gonna have very much separation from the subject to the background, and it's not the truth at all, is the GF 100 to 200 F5.6 lens. I have the 45 to 100 F4, which does a great job, but I love using the 100 to 200 at F5.6. I have some photos that I've taken that has did a very good job in giving my subject separation from the background, blurring out that background, and just rendering, just giving me a beautiful photo. On top of that, it has optical stabilization. So when using it with the GFX 50R, which doesn't have any in-body stabilization, it really helps me. And if I'm using it with the GFX 50S Mark II, those are the two uh, GFX camera systems that I use. That one has in-body stabilization, so mixed with the optical um, lens stabilization to be able to shoot in certain situations where you wouldn't think that you could get a good photo because of the aperture being f 56 Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be here next time. Keep the emails coming in and be sure to subscribe. Dominican girls come in so many shades When they're in lemon situations They make lemonade When they work hard They expect to get paid When it's time to have fun They can kick it up in the shade There's nothing in this world That can keep you down Even when you think you're up Your feet always touch the ground Don't